The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And they're off and running five minutes after uh, 1 o'clock and back for another edition here on your Sunday of the Employment Law Show. 416-870-6400. You have concerns about your job. Have you just been laid off temporarily or otherwise? Has the excuse of COVID-19, the coronavirus, been uh, thrown across the table at you? You're not sure what to do. What do I apply for? Can I do anything? Do I have any, any, any choices? Do I have any knowledge? That's why you want to call that number right now. Still a ton of confusion. We talk about this three, four times a week on this show, and people still have questions, so that's why we keep doing it. 416-870-6400. How are you doing, pal? I'm doing uh, well. I've been, uh, been very busy, as you can appreciate. And um, I am so happy, though, to be here because, uh, you know, all, all day, every day, seven days a week, I've been answering lots of emails about, mm-hmm. about COVID-19, Probably the biggest questions have to do with a new CERB benefit. So yep. I expect to take a lot of calls here on the show. If you're in that situation right now where you, you have lost your job or are, are losing it or maybe temporarily are not earning income and you want to know if you qualify for what benefits, well, John, I think now is the time for people to call us. We're ready to take those questions. Uh, the government announced some, some additional information today on the CRB, so I'm happy to share that with everyone. Uh, these are, are difficult times, but the message has to be this, that employment laws still apply. They apply. Yep. You have right still employers still have obligations and the government has implemented uh, plans and programs to allow individuals to get compensation john so we're ready to talk about that and more on the show like we do every time you bet 416-870-6400 talk that is toll free i have questions about that especially there's going to be more people the or that are going through this with the list uh, pared down of essential services so uh, so bring it on we'd love to talk to you margaret thank you for uh, for standing by through the uh, through the opener how are you I am well, thank you, John, and uh, sure. good afternoon to you, and good afternoon to Lear. Good afternoon. And thank you very much, Lear, for your public service uh, to keeping us informed on the all you new bet. developments. Um, so my question is: It's not in regards to the um, uh, to the current benefits. My question is a little bit different. So I have been impacted by the temporary layoff because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And um, my question is, uh, under what circumstances would the company be able to make it a permanent, uh, lay me off permanently, and what does it do to the termination pay and also to my severance? So... Uh, uh- a permanent layoff is a termination, right? So a permanent layoff is simply a situation where a company decides you're not going to work here. And, you know, regular listeners to our show know that an employer is allowed to terminate employment any time and pretty much for any reason. So your, can your employer decide to, to lay you off permanently? In other words, to terminate mm-hmm. your employment? The answer is yes, absolutely. They could do that today. They could do that in six months. They could do that at any time. But they have to pay your your severance. They have to give you the the full severance that you're owed under the law. So if that were to happen to you, whether that's because of COVID-19 or for any other unrelated reason, yes, your employer would have to pay you. Uh, How long have you been with your employer? Uh, 24 years and I am 59. 
So you probably are going to be looking at anywhere from 20 to 24 months of pay. That's what would be owed to you. Now, even, and that's true whether or not they do that because of COVID-19. That's true uh, whether they do it for an, uh, another reason. But, Margaret, it's also true in a situation where if you've been laid off temporarily, as you have, you may have the right to treat that temporary layoff as a termination. So you can actually force the issue and require the company to pay you severance. So you don't have to wait to see what the company does. That is obviously your decision, but you do have that option. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you for answering my question. Thanks, Margaret. Thank you so much, Margaret. You want to reach out, of course, to get a hold of uh, of Lior anytime, 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But uh, for this show, as you know, it is uh, 416-870-6400. Just getting warmed up. I see you there, Sandra, Tony, April. Hang on. We'll get to all of your calls and yours as well here on the Employment Law Show. Bring them on. We'll take a short break and get right back at it on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. On a uh, lovely, sunny Sunday afternoon here at 113 Employment Law Show, indeed, 416-870-6400. Have concerns about your job, your severance employment, been laid off, C-E-R-B-E-I. There's a million things swirling around people's heads uh, that do not have a job, at least for the next few weeks anyway, with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. That's the questions we are focused and answering, and everything else having to do with employment law as well. So uh, we're diving right back in. Sandra, you're, uh, you're next up. Thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you hi sandra hi can you hear me oh yeah we can now go ahead okay uh my question is i work for an american-based company and i'm they're having a very difficult time so if they claim bankruptcy um are we still entitled all the employees entitled to uh severance pay so you are entitled, except you're not going to, to get it, practically speaking. If a company is actually bankrupt and declares formal bankruptcy, then you, you will not get your entitlements. Uh, unfortunately, there's secured creditors, which usually means the banks will, will get paid first. And if there's anything left, you may get a tiny little portion of what your full termination entitlements are. And that, that is always the case in bankruptcy. You know, we had Sears, for example, a very big company uh, do that within the last couple of years. Now, keep in mind, a company stopping to operate and being out of business does not mean they're bankrupt. Okay, Bankruptcy is a different process. It's a formal proceeding that they have to be under. If they are in that proceeding, then that, unfortunately, that, that is a very bad thing for severance. You and, and any colleagues will not get anywhere near what you're owed. That, that is very bad. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Sandra. Appreciate that. And thanks for the, uh, the call there as well. Moving on to Tony. Hey, Tony, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, and thanks for taking my call. Um, you bet. My question is, my question is regarding, um, I am actually working as a full-time right now, and didn't impact my uh, full-time job at the moment. But, uh, it, however, uh, I used to, I well, I have, I have a license uh, for self-employed uh, earning commission, and that uh, definitely impacted my, my uh, job here. Uh, my job is fine, full-time job, but I'm trying to know if I can still apply for my CRV for the self-employed income that I'm not getting now. 
So the, the answer is no, you cannot. And the way the CRB has been designed is to, to apply to those people that are not earning income. Uh, so in situations where you may have two jobs, but you lost one of them, uh, you're in that what I call that twilight zone where you've lost something. Clearly, you've lost something, but still you would not qualify for the CRB benefit. Uh, even if your full-time job, you, you don't lose it, but maybe you're making less income if, if that were to happen. Even in that situation, you would not qualify. It really is for those individuals that have lost their income, where their income has become zero, at least for that uh, for a two-week period. Those are the individuals, uh, Tony, that would apply to uh, that they would qualify for the CERB. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate that. Uh, 416-870-6400. That is the number to call through here and ask your questions about this uh, very confusing and busy topic. April, thank you for uh, for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you? Hi. Good afternoon. I'm, I'm well, thank you. Um, Great. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I have um, a question about uh, temporary layoff um, and severance. M, would I be able to get severance before the temporary period is over? And if they did call me back um, during the temporary layoff, do I do they have to give me my existing job, or could they? Do I have to accept a new position? So, uh, is your business is it considered right now an essential business? Central service? No, it's construction, and they laid off um, two out of five people in my position. So, if they're required by government to close down, then and because of that they have to lay you off, then you would not be able to get your severance now only because it's not a slowdown in business. It's not a choice. They have no choice because the government's making them to shut down. And if that's the case, then unfortunately, no, severance uh, April would not be paid at this point. When severance would be paid is if once they're able to open, once the government says, yeah, you're, you're fine, if they don't bring you back to work, uh, then absolutely you would be owed severance. Or if they decide to lay, lay you off permanently, to terminate your employment, you'd be owed severance. Now, the, uh, the other part of your question was, well, if they do call me back, do they have to put me back in my old job? And the answer is yes, uh, if they don't. If they say, well, you can come back, but it's a different job or different pay, then at that point, you would have the option to treat what they've done, that change, as a constructive dismissal. And then you would be able to require them to pay you your severance. If they bring you back to the same job, everything is fine. If it's a different job, you may have the constructive dismissal option. And if that happens, give me a call as soon as it does. Okay. And with the temporary layoff, if they have, if they're still working, they've only laid off a small number of people because they've some projects have closed, not all their projects, that they're still considered up and running, are they not? Hmm. So it's a question of whether or not they had the option to allow you to continue working. I'm not talking about whether business is slowed. If they legally could have you working, but they choose not to for financial reasons, then you may be able to require them to pay you severance right now if they have no choice. In my letter, due to shortage of shortage of work um, um, and financial reasons, that's exactly what it says in my letter. So what I'd, want, I'd be interested to know is because the government has changed the list of uh, essential businesses, if now they're right. required, then you may not be able to. But if they could still even now allow you to continue working, but they chose for business reasons not to, then you're absolutely correct. You may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal now, which means you would okay. be giving up on the right to go back to work, but you would be requiring them to pay you severance. And if that's what you want to do, then you and I obviously should speak off the air uh, as soon as possible. Perfect. Okay. 
Thank you so much, April, for your time. Uh, you want to reach out, here it is. It is uh, 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll get to more of your phone calls. Stand, uh, stand by, guys. We'll get to them all. And for you to call in, still plenty of time. You have questions about this whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing as it uh, relates to your uh, your job or lack thereof. I know, that's the atmosphere, right? 416-870-6400. Lots more on the way. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 122 on your uh, your Sunday here. Plenty of calls standing by. Uh, stand by. We will get to you. 416-870-6400. Concerns about COVID-19 and your workplace and the ever-changing landscape as it pertains to that. Uh, Ted, you're up next. Thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. Well, you're most welcome. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Uh, <laughs> Um, I have a question. Obviously. Sure. Um, I was uh, I was given an ROE, but for a different reason. At uh, the beginning of March, uh, my employer gave us all uh, two weeks' notice that because we were going to have to vacate the premises that we were in, and we wouldn't be able to get um, access to the new premises until April first. So uh, we were given the ROE that said. Uh, we were laid off due to a shortage of work. And then after all this happened, of course, uh, the government came up with the pronouncement, stay at home. But the problem is that on my ROE, they put that I received my vacation pay, which was about a week's worth of uh, pay. But my employer is still holding on to that check. I have not received it. So aside from the legality of whether he should hold it or not, what should I report to EI? Well, the problem here is that if they put on your record of employment that that you got it, the EI is going to take it that you did, regardless of what you say. So if by them saying we paid you this money, but you're not receiving it, that's going to obviously impact and reduce your EI monies. And that's the problem here. So the yeah. goal here needs to be not so much what you say to EI, the, the, the goal should be to get them to issue a new and corrected record of employment. So I think that, or, or, or or at the very least to pay you the, the the vacation pay. So I think your first recourse should be to discuss this with the company and contact them and say, well, this has impacted me. Either pay me the money or give me a new record of employment with the correct uh, information so that I can get my EI. In, in a worst-case scenario, you have two options. If they won't do that, is either you get me to send them a letter, that's going to do it, or you can file a complaint with the Ministry of Labor, uh, and they'll, they'll take care of it. Either way, probably a lot faster if... I do a letter because Ministry of Labor, they're inundated. It's, it could take weeks and weeks. Uh, but I would try to speak with the company, try to get this resolved. Hopefully, it's just a, a, an innocent error, and they'll be able to rectify it either by giving you a new record of employment or just paying you that vacation monies. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I've already applied for the EI. Should I? Am I mm. able to change that over to CRB? So uh, no, if you've applied for EI, uh, then you're you're getting you're going to get EI now. If you applied but you became eligible after March fifteenth, 
you're automatically going to get CRB. So the government announced some things today that for those people that became eligible for EI, they're automatically going to get CERB. So, so the government may take care of that for you already, depending on when you became eligible. But if it was beginning of March, then it's EI, but you still need a new record of employment from your employer. Yeah. Okay. And again, if they're right. not willing to do that, then contact your office. You got it. Kick in the pants. That's what I'll do. Thanks, Ted. Appreciate the call. It is uh, 1-855-821-5900 to get a hold of Lior and the uh, crew. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, 416-870-6400. Jeff, thanks for uh, for standing by. How are you, pal? Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you? Good. Good. What's your question? Uh, question is, odds are uh, we're most likely not. I'm going into work tomorrow, but i got a feeling we'll be laid off. We serve the construction industry. And I got a feeling, obviously, we probably won't be uh, delivering safety equipment to them. My question is, uh, I have four sick days left. I got two weeks vacation. Will I need to, do I end up going on EI after? I guess my real question is, do I need to burn up all those hours before I even can collect EI? Or do we go over to the other way with the government for the $2,000 a month? So you don't need to, to use that in order to qualify for the money from the government, but okay. your employer may decide to make that decision for you. They may say, we're going we're gonna to make you use your vacation now, and, and they can if that's what they want, and in which case you may not want to, but you're going to end up using it, and once that money runs out, that's when you're going to uh, qualify for money uh, from the government. But if your employer is saying, well, it's up to you. If you want to use your vacation, use it. If not, don't worry about it. Then at that point, it is up to you. But the employer is allowed to make that decision for you if they so choose. Okay. And that being said, would I end up either going on to EI after that, say, call it three weeks? Would I be going on to EI or would I be going on to the government uh uh, yeah, you'll, you'll be going on the CRB, which again okay. will pay for a maximum of, of 16 weeks. And after 16 weeks, if you still are not working, then at that point you can shift over to EI. But no, you'll be, you won't be going on EI. You'll be going on the CRB. Okay, excellent. Thanks. Well explained. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. It's, it's such a minefield of confusion, man. Pete uh, in Welland. Hi, Pete. Thanks for calling in. Good afternoon. Hi. Thanks very much for taking my call. This is you probably bet. a really, really simple question to answer. My EI ran out. Is there anything that I can? Is there any anything I can go after to get? So your EI ran out, and now you're not going to be working. A, uh, sorry, did it run out because you 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 guess you lost your job at some point? I lost my job, and it ran out in December, and I've been looking. I, I live down here in Niagara in Welland. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a pretty tough place to get a job anyhow. Yeah, it, and, it's, uh, and it's tough probably all over the province now. Uh, so, so here's the, yeah. the reality, and the government put this information on, the, on their website that, no, if you, you expected to be able to go back to work, but you're not now because not too many people are hiring, then you don't qualify for that for that money, unfortunately. Uh, even though, strictly speaking, you're not going to be working because of the virus, because of the fact that you didn't lose your job uh, because of mm-hmm. the virus, then unfortunately, th- this, again, the twilight zone, in, in the sense that you have losses, clearly you would probably be working otherwise, and you're not going to be now, you still would not qualify for the CRB. Not fair. I don't agree with it, but that's what the government has said. Okay. That doesn't make me happy, but thanks very much for answering that question. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Pete. Appreciate that. Hang in there, fellow. We'll, uh, you know what, let's, take, uh, let's just take Neil quickly before we break. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm good, Hughes. Thanks for the call. Yep. Uh, What's up? 
66 years old, still working. Well, laid off last week, still paying in the EI. But I'm collecting Canada pension in old age. Can I still apply for EI? So uh, you, you're, you lost your job now because of the, uh, the COVID? Yes. Uh, and and when when was that? When did you specifically lose it? Uh, Wednesday passed. So so you would not get EI, but you would qualify for the CERB, even though you collect Canada pension. Correct. Yes, you would you would still be able to get that, uh, not EI, uh, because everyone after March fifteenth will automatically, if they qualify, would get the CERB benefit. But yes, you'd still right. be able to get that despite getting CPP. Neil, appreciate the call. Got to uh, got to fly. Take a short break. Get right back at it, Marlene. Roman, see you guys. Stand by. We'll get to your calls and plenty of time for you to jump on him as well. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. This is the Employment Law Show. Bring it on, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. One thirty-two. We're going to uh, keep rocking here in the Employment Law Show. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. You want to reach out to uh, Lior when the show's not on and the crew? No problem. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email is uh, reachable as well. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And for the next little while, anyway, covidrights.ca. There's a wealth of information for you to uh, to look at there as well. All right, moving on here. Uh, Marlene, thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Go ahead. So my my question is, I I was wrongfully dismissed from my employer uh, last July. I hired your firm, by the way. And um, I'm currently on EI. My end date is scheduled for May 9th. What happens now? Will I be automatically extended? Do I have to reapply for EI? Because I know that I don't qualify for the CERB. So, no, your, your EI is going to end when it's scheduled uh, to have ended, uh, May or whenever that is. And be- because of the fact that you did not lose your job because of the virus that happened before that, uh, uh, yes. then you would not qualify for the CRB. CRB is only, unfortunately, in situations where someone lost their job directly uh, and exclusively as a result of the virus, not if it happened for unrelated reasons or if it happened before uh, the virus became an issue. So how do I go about getting an extension on my EI seeing at times that we're in? I can't get through to anyone for an extension. Uh, unfortunately, that there, there, as far as I'm aware, and certainly based on what the government has said, there isn't an ex- there's no extension at this point. The, you qualify for the EI that you qualify for, and the government has not yet made an allowance in that situation uh, for uh, for uh, additional benefits or other benefits once your EI runs out if you don't qualify for the CERB. I have another question, if I have a minute. Sure. I had hired your firm um, to represent me, and a demand letter was sent to the employer. 
Um, at the time, we were in the midst of um, getting a collective agreement for the group that I'm in. And lo and behold, after termination, I was in, I was included in the bargaining unit. So I was I'm now represented by the union lawyer. Uh. We we went to dispute. Uh, sorry, we went to ar- arbitration. It was a hard no to get my job back. I had um, a, a meeting scheduled in front of the labor board on March 26th. It obviously rescheduled. But now the lawyer that's representing me and the union. Uh, they have a collective bargaining unit in place now. They're collecting union dues. And now they are telling me, which is completely opposite to what they told me in October, that now I should take a severance and go away because the employer has witnesses saying, you know, things want, that address one issue that was in my termination letter. Well, I mean, let, let, me, let me say this. Unfortunately, I, the union is the only one that can, can represent you. And if the union won't back you up, you're actually out of options. You know, the union, union is the only one that can help you. And if they're saying your only option is to take a severance, not to get your job back, then you can't do really anything yeah. about that other than talk to them. I unfortunately can't help you or, or any unionized employee, not because I don't want to. Legally, it has to be the union and only the union. 416-870-6400. That is the way to call through. Going to get to uh, to Roman here. Hi, Roman. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I'm a one-man corporation offering uh, IT consulting services, and I'm about to lose the contract because of COVID. Am I entitled to anything? Yes. Uh, so because you're, you're self-employed, and because of the fact that you're going to be losing uh, your your work because of COVID, then you would qualify for the CERB benefit so long as you've earned at least $5,000 in the last year. If you have, then yes, you can qualify for up to 16 weeks, $500 a week. That's what you'd be owed, uh, Roman, and you can apply uh, starting this coming week. And if I paid, uh, took only dividends in 2019, that means I haven't earned anything as an employee and... No, even even dividends would qualify. A lot of self-employed individuals don't pay themselves regular salary; they earn dividends, so that that would still qualify. You would still be able uh, to to get uh, the CRB benefit. Roman, appreciate the call. Going to uh, going to move on here. Get as many as we can on the air. Isabella, you are next. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Great. What's uh, what's going on with you? Um, so I have a question. So my question is: right now, I'm on maternity leave. And I'm scheduled to go back to work June 28th. I do work in the hospital, but I don't want to go back. I'm a little nervous. And also, my baby's going to be one at the time. So what should I do? Well, you do have the ability to extend your maternity leave, right, for up to 18 months. Uh, so so you, one, of the, one of the things you can do is to say, I've ex- decided to extend my maternity leave and, and extend it. Now, the, the only caveat here is this. Because you said you work for a hospital, uh, the, the government uh, of, of Ontario gave hospitals some extraordinary powers uh, because of the situation, including the power to potentially end leaves early. So hypothetically... The, the, the hospital could reject that request. Now, that's something they normally wouldn't be allowed to do, not even close, but right now they, they have that power. I, I, I don't expect that they would use that power, so I, I'm going to go back to what I said, is simply extend your leave, give them notice now, I wouldn't wait on this, because uh, strictly speaking, you should be giving at least four weeks notice, uh, let them know that you've, de- you've decided to extend your leave, 
for now, we'll tell them the extra six months. And if you want to come back early, just give them some notice. You can come back early. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thanks, Isabella. Appreciate that. i got to squeeze one more in here before we break. Still lots to go here. Brent, you're uh, you're up next. Thanks for standing by. What's your question? Um, so I fit into a category where part of our company is still allowed to work under service or maintenance, and the other part is considered closed down. Um, so I have about half a dozen salaried employees. Can I ask them to take a 10% cut and also take maybe one-day vacation other vacation time per week right now? So 10%, and because it's not, presumably it's not going to be 10% for the whole year, it's going to be only for a limited time. So over a span of a year that, that they're actually going to lose less than 10% of income, then arguably that's something that you can, you know, quote unquote, get away with. And what I mean by that is in some situations, if you reduce someone's pay significantly, they may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal. Usually that threshold is 10%, but again, because you're not reducing their yearly salary, it's just for a limited time, yeah, you probably are not going to be in a constructive dismissal situation. So yeah, you, 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 you should be fine if that's what you decide to do that, to, to give that, that uh, pay reduction, and also to have people use their vacation days. It is something that you're allowed to do, absolutely. So can I ask them for someone for two days a week, or should I just stick it to one day a week? It's probably, I'm guessing for three to four months. Yeah, I, I would limit the, the, the number of days because at some point you may cross over to the constructive dismissal uh, level. Uh, if you could do the one day, I think that would be certainly a lot safer. Okay. Now on the baby question of just before, I have uh, a lady who's supposed to come back again, and we're so slow, can I just – she has not re-asked, but we originally planned on her coming back at the end of April her to come back. Um, if she asks to come back, can we tell her to defer it six months? Well, you know, th- this, these are exceptional times. Normally the answer I would tell you is no. If right now you can show that this is legitimate, it's not because of her maternity leave, you know, I, everyone is kind of uh, losing their job or having it impacted, then yeah, you should be able to do that legally and she would be able to qualify for the CRB even though she hasn't worked right now. So that, that is something that she could still do. Uh, so as long as it's clear you're not picking on her and everyone else has been impacted, yeah, that is something that you can do. Brent, appreciate the call. We're going to fly, take a short break, get back to more calls. It's uh, 416-870-6400. Busy and confusing topic indeed, COVID-19 and employment law. That is a combination to be uh, trifled with for sure. We'll get to all of your calls right here, Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we continue on here. Your questions, uh, 416-870-6400. You want to reach out afterwards, help at employmentlawyer.ca, covidrights.ca, and the number to reach uh, Lior privately, one 821 5900 Allison, thank you for hanging on. You're up next. How are you? Thanks. I'm great. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's your question today? Um, it's a pretty simple one. Um, my question is: right now, I am a part-time essential worker, but um, I do have a parent that I live with, and she's over the age of seventy. Would I be able to take a leave of absence and get that um, the benefit? 
So th this is always a tricky situation. The, the short answer is no, in the okay. sense that the, the benefit is only available for those that have lost their job, either permanently or temporarily, because of the virus. Now, if your employer, if you talk to your employer and your employer says, tell you what, I'll lay you off temporarily, I'll give you uh, your record of employment, I'll lay you off, then yes, but that's for your employer to agree to do that. If your employer won't do that, your, your only option really is either to continue working or to, to get a note from your doctor saying for medical reasons you cannot work, assuming your doctor feels that that's appropriate, that's between you and your doctor, and that will allow you to be off work and also to apply for EI sickness benefits. So not the CERB, the EI sickness benefits. So that, that is a, an option. But you would not qualify for the CRB if you decide to take a leave of absence. That is only in a situation where your company decides or your company puts you in a situation where now you don't have income because of the virus, not something that you do unilaterally on your own. Okay. Okay. That was perfect. That was just a question I wanted to know. Thank you so much for answering. No problem. You are welcome. Thank you for your time, Allison. Moving on to Matea. Hello there. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. What's your question? My question is, um, if you've been uh, laid off from December, um, but you're on severance till six months, so you're, for example, your severance is ending in May, would you be, um, would you apply for the CIB and the EI, or would you only have one of them? So, so your severance ran out, or is going to run out, let's say, in, in, in a short while. Uh, yeah. You would, you would not qualify for the, uh, for the CRB. But you may have uh, EI. So in other words, if you should have frankly already had applied for EI. Did you apply for EI after you lost your job? No, they're, give, uh, they're giving the ROE um, end of like when the severance is done. Okay. So yes, you, you, you can apply for the CERB. Now, uh, sorry, not the CERB, the EI. Whether or yeah. not you will, you will get EI or CERB, I'm not sure because... The uh, uh, government has said that if you apply and you qualify for EI after March 15th, you will automatically get CRB. But I think that's only for people that lost their job because of the virus. So based on how I understand it, yes, you should be able to qualify for regular EI benefits once your severance runs out. But I would apply as soon as possible. I would not wait. Okay. My next question is, if you have reduced hours, uh, would you still be qualified for CRB and EI or just the CRB? Did you have reduced hours? You actually would not qualify for either, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so it's really for those that have lost their job and lost their income. So you don't qualify for the CRB uh, if you're still earning income, even if it's reduced. And, and that is something that I think is a big, big miss on, on, the, on the program's part. But that's the way it currently is, uh, unfortunately, uh, Matea. Matea, appreciate, uh, appreciate your time. 416-870-6400 to ask your questions uh, with the remaining time on air. So bring it on. you still got some. Hans, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. I am a low-tech guy. I'm a senior, and I just got laid off uh, three weeks ago. I applied for a U uh, EI, but I don't have a computer, and I don't even have a cell phone. Like I say, I'm low-tech. And now I can't get through anywhere, and I don't want to be penalized for not reporting for my two-week period. What'll I do? Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a problem. I, the best advice I can give you is to to speak to someone that can help you, a friend, a family member, uh, so that they can have access to these things, because you may get penalized, and I, I and it's impossible to get through. It's very difficult right now. Uh, the best advice, honestly, is to find someone that can help you, uh, and and. 
have them do that for you. Beyond that, there really is no no other options. You can't go to an office right now, so you have to find someone to help you. Okay, yes, uh, social distancing, so I can't even go and visit my neighbors or anything like that. Wow. Right. So, so do, do do your best. Hopefully, someone t- uh, can can help you, and uh, it, it's the best option right now. And I've heard a few people now raise the same concern. There, there's no easy solution other than that. Appreciate your time, Hans. We'll get to one more before the break here. That'll be uh, Frank. Hi, Frank. Good afternoon. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How you doing today? Doing good. Yeah, we're hanging in there, brother. What's another, going on with you? What's your question? Another dollar, another day in paradise. One of them, eh? Yeah, that's it. That's it. What's okay, up? Okay, listen, uh, here we go. Um, got laid off around the 15th of March. I was a delivery driver uh, delivering to restaurants uh, because of the uh, corona. We got laid off. I'm just wondering if I have my job back when we all have to go back to work. That's all. I know what I qualify for. I just want to know that I have my job and what are some options in case, like you did mention, uh, bankruptcy. It is a small company. So you're still an employee, but whether or not you have a job, it really does depend on whether the company d- decides to bring you back or if they are able to bring you back. Uh, if if you're not coming back, either because the company it doesn't have the money or they decide they need to, to cut people so some people are going to be without a job, then yes, you are entitled to severance. An employer is allowed to end the relationship with you, but they have to pay you severance. The problem, as you've just alluded to, and as we said earlier, is if they are bankrupt, out of business doesn't mean bankrupt, but if they're actually bankrupt, then you're not going to get severance, or you may, if you're very lucky, get a few pennies on the dollar. Uh, And that is a huge problem, and there's no legal solution to that. There's no uh, government program to to pay you the severance that the company would otherwise have to pay you. Uh, So hopefully that does not happen. If you are out of a job, uh, I would not wait on this, because the company may still have the ability to pay you severance, but if you wait too long, they may not. So if you are out of a job, if you're not going back to work, you want to deal with that immediately okay uh we're actually still operating we have six drivers and i was one of them that was laid off um but also how long should i wait here guys uh for this well are your benefits being continued right now uh yeah actually i just received a small amount of a check but i'll be um, they told me i qualify for the uh 2000 okay no i meant your health benefits dental health uh, prescription no we don't have that no there's no benefits so after 13 weeks of a layoff, automatically it becomes a termination. So if you if you decide to kind of wait, then one of the options is see what happens within 13 weeks of the layoff. And if you're not back, then at that point, legally, they are required to pay you severance. So that's okay. a good start. And if within 13 weeks, if you're not back, give me a call, and I can certainly help you get the severance that you're owed. Frank, appreciate the call. Going to uh, move on here. Got to take a short break and get to more calls. Uh, you still got a few minutes here. 416-870-6400. Get your head clear. Figure it out. Get on the road to uh, sanity, right? Employment Law Show continues. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah, we still got a few minutes to go, so if you have your question asked quickly, we'll answer it quickly and uh, and move on here. Charlie in Oshawa, thanks for hanging on, Charlie. What's going on? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, Good. How you doing there, guys? Good. Man. What's your question? Will they deduct CPP from uh, unemployment? Uh, I'm 62 years old, and uh, 
I'm collecting uh, uh, my CPP right now. So, my, and, and I was looking for an answer to this question earlier to see how, how the government's going to be dealing with that. My understanding is that they will not be deducting that, okay? That that, that will not be a deduction. Uh, so, uh, that that's based on my research and my understanding uh, in this situation, Charlie. Yeah, because uh, last time I was on short term, they had a, a, a thing there, are you collecting any uh, money? Mm-hmm. Right. Then they they deducted it from my uh, short term, uh, yes. which was seventy percent of my work. So I got screwed there. <laughs> that, that 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 is a common thing. And but my understanding is that that won't Im- impact uh, EI or or the CRB benefit. Charlie, appreciate that. Moving on down the line to Sanjay. Hi, Sanjay. Hi. How are you doing, guys? Good, pal. What's uh, what's your question? Yeah. So this before this COVID, I had two jobs. In one place, I was working as an independent contractor, and uh, that was a school. So it is now shut down uh, because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to ask, like, because of that, like, do I qualify for the uh, emergency fund? No, I have the other job still running. So the answer is no, unfortunately. And, and again, this is another one of those things where it's a, it's a big miss or even a mistake with the program because you should be allowed to qualify at least for a portion of the benefits. But the way it's currently structured is because you're still earning income, I know it's a different job, uh, you would right. not qualify, unfortunately, Sanjay. All right. Thank you. That answers my question. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Appreciate that. Moving on to uh, to Leo. Hello, Leo. Hi. Um, I'm self-employed. Last year, I put my wife on the payroll. Um, I'm still making money, but a lot less now because of the COVID. Can I lay her off, and would she be qualified to get the emergency? Yes. Uh, if she's laid off, again, in this case, it would be because of the virus, and it's not because uh, of another reason. And as long as she's earned at least $5,000, then yes, she would be able to qualify for CERB for uh, up to 16 weeks. Okay. And another quick question. We also run a, a short-term rental business. We have for almost 10 years. Always um, paid HST, collected it and paid it, and now that business is zero. Does that qualify? Yes. Yeah. But if you have other income, then you would not be able to apply. But if that was your only source of income, you would be able to qualify. Not if there's other income, though. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Leo. Moving to uh, Inayat. Inayat, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Leo. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. What's what's your question? Uh, As I said to the screener, I'm a full-time Uber driver. Um, that's Mm. That's my only job. And I'm driving wheelchair accessible uh, for the vehicle. I pay $950 a month for lease. And uh, I have lost 80% of uh, my income in the last three weeks or a month. So I was wondering if I'm, I'm still working though, but long hours with less money. So I was wondering if I'm qualified for it. I have, I'm, I have a GST number. I'm, I'm a registered GST uh, account holder. and. I haven't paid my GSTs in the past two years, though. So, so here's the problem. I mean, I've spoken with at least 50 Uber drivers over the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it's a because you're still earning income. Then no, you you do not you do not qualify. It's not about the GST. It's not about uh, how you're set up. It's by virtue of the fact that you're still earning income. In this case, you're making only 20% of what you were making before. But even with that 20%, you're not going to qualify. As long as there's income, you have to have at least two weeks of no income to qualify. And anything less, right now, as the government has set it up, you would not qualify for the CERB. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, moving on here. Still got a couple minutes. Yep. Al, hello. 
Hi. Yeah, I'm, What's up? Uh, I'm talking about the person who has been uh, an Uber driver. Yep. And uh, she, when she heard the news of the epidemic, she quit. And, uh, and she went on OW, Ontario Works. And apparently she hasn't paid for uh, the EI, uh, you know, a lot, um, pre- monthly, monthly payment. When she heard about the new announcement of Mr. Trudeau, she decided to get out of Ontario Works and try CERB. Could she do that? Well, technically speaking, CRB is for those that have lost their job. So if she decided I'm not going to do that, arguably she doesn't qualify because it was her decision, I guess, based on what you've described, not to not to get that income anymore. So could she get the money? Yes, but strictly speaking, she's not entitled to it. And if CRA ever finds out, there could be fines and penalties. Strictly speaking, she doesn't qualify. No, I mean, could she de- switch over from Ontario Works and try uh, CERB? That's the question. Well, well, no, only because she doesn't qualify for CERB. That, that's really the only reason. It's nothing to do with the Ontario Works. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that she wouldn't qualify. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Al. Appreciate the call. It has been a busy afternoon. Uh, we're just about to wrap it. I want you to really, really reiterate one more time about the fact that even though this is happening, that the uh, the laws still apply, right? The, the laws really do apply, and, and that, that means a few things. And it certainly means the, the reality with a temporary layoff is that you may have the option to treat that as a termination and pursue your, your severance if that's what you choose. I'm not telling you you should or you must. I'm telling you that is an option, and that may allow you to get some more compensation right now and also avoid a situation where the company goes bankrupt down the road mm-hmm. and then they don't have the ability to pay you. But if you have any issues, any questions, our show is over right now. But any of this and more, call email i'm available literally i've been doing this now 24 7 always happy to chat we're back here tomorrow night seven o'clock for another show so tune in ask your questions then as well in the meantime it is 1-855-821-5900 use that number help at employmentlawyer.ca and you can always go to covidrights.ca as well appreciate all your phone calls and your time We'll see you next time. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.